When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce and Joyce. We just watched. 2022 Emmy nominations, J.B. Smooth, Melissa Fumero announced it. And J.B. Smooth is Emmy. Yeah, a lot of hack bits, a lot of tough, tough beats on the, the formatting. But you know what? It was at 1130 Eastern. So I absolutely love it. Uh, but Joyce. Although I, people still acting like this is the first time they're doing it at 1130 Eastern, 830 Pacific, when it's been going on since 2015. Pretty weird. weird. Also, uh, the Academy, Television Academy president, I'm blanking on his name right now, Joyce. Who was it? Frank Sharmas. Pretending that it's early. Nice to see everybody so early. 8.30 is not that early. 8.30 no. is completely normal. No, it's totally 5.30 fine. is early. Yeah, 5.30 is early. So it's a little left over. But the, the 2022 Emmy nomination choice, uh, top line stuff, we're still trying to like sort through the pages loading on the Emmy Because website. if you're trying to access the actual complete list on but, the Emmy's website, it is not there. <laughs> it's not there. But for now, we know this. Top nominated shows, Succession, 25 nominations, led all shows. No kidding. Ted Lasso had 20 nominations, including a few, I would say, surprise acting nominees as well in the supporting categories and the guest actor categories. One uh, of our favorites, Sam Richardson, a nominee, Joyce. Not for the after party, yeah, but for his, after party. His, his very fun performance on Ted Lasso. White Lotus had 20 nominations. Hacks with 17 and Only Murders with 17. Those are the top shows. Uh, Joyce, Joyce, go ahead. What, what, uh, what do you make of this so far? <laughs> I think... Even if you just go by the categories they announced on the the stream, it's very obvious they favored uh, early contenders, like early season contenders, like stuff from last year, right? Yes. Like impeachment got a bunch of stuff. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. (laughs) Yeah, like White Lotus got what? Like you should have just predicted Natasha Rothwell like we talked about last week. So 20 nominations for White Lotus. It got- uh, It got five (laughs) supporting actresses. We got five supporting actress nominations. Uh, hold on, I just lost this. They just did something here in this page. Oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, did they upload the actual list this time? They uploaded, they didn't upload the actual list, but it looks like they added the actual nominations total per series. So I got it right here now. So this is fun. Uh, we can have a little more fun. But yeah, White Lotus had 20 nominations, uh, just unhinged amount, uh, including Sydney Sweeney, who Joyce, who I interviewed, got two nom- nominations. There you go. And a double acting nominee, Sydney Sweeney. Um, but yeah, yeah, they just, it just, it just proved like what we were talking about for weeks that there's just too much content. It's mass TV. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, people don't have time to consume everything. We don't have time to consume everything. We all watch different things. And, you know, the, the old strategy that may have worked even like three years ago of 
um, backloading your releases and releasing your shows like in the spring, it's not working anymore because everyone is doing that. There are too many outlets and uh, outlets, but like streaming services and networks, too many shows and too many long episodes, really. Right. And mm-hmm. people don't have time. Like, you know, now, you know, we're back, back to work. People are back making TV again. The people who are voting for these nominations, back making TV. So a lot of these nominations are for shows and performances from early on in the season, like late 2021 and early like winter 2022, like Pam and Tommy. That was a February release. Yes. A lot of these we could go through. So let's start. Let's start the drama series, Joyce, and go through because I got all the nominees here. We'll just do brief. We're going to burn through a lot of these top categories. And then I'm sure we're going to have months to talk about this and all the snubs and surprises and stuff. But the nominees for drama series were Better Call Saul, which had seven total nominations. Euphoria, 16 nominations. Going to what you were just saying, Euphoria was on in the winter and kind of hung around and did much better this second, this thir- uh, for the second season than it did the, fir- the first season. Uh, Ozark had 13 nominations, Severance 14, Squid Game 14, Stranger Things 13, Succession 25, and Yellow Jackets 7. So those are the drama series nominees. No real surprises. I think we both had most of this list. I had This Is Us in there and Joyce did not make it. They did not go for the it final did not. And you know what I did this morning? What did you do? I, I dropped yellow jackets for This Is Us. Wow. Well, I also, another one that we had, that I had in here. So I had, I had six of these eight. I, I bailed I on my beloved. I think most people had six of these eight. So I bailed on my beloved Euphoria, which is on me because I had it in there for most of the year. And then I just convinced myself that it wasn't going to get in. Uh, but I had Yellowstone in, another show that they kind of blanked. A lot of people, I think, at least I expected the populist appeal of Yellowstone to really, you know, make it pop this season. But no, it did not. No, um, I mean, that was also like an early, like, you know, it aired over like the fall and winter as well. Right. Um, but I think that's, it's like the, the, the main fan base for it is probably not a bulk of Emmy voters. Right. So uh, nothing here leads me to believe that Severin, uh, Succession would not win. Had the, almost doubled the, the closest, uh, the second, second ranked nominee is Euphoria with 16 total nominations. Squid Game had 14, you know, Stranger Things 13, Severance 14. So it's it's dominated as as probably expected. Also, those are both HBO shows. Yes. Uh, and we got three Netflix shows, uh, two HBO shows, a Showtime show, an AMC show, and an Apple TV show. Showtime finally back yes. after Homeland. So we'll stick with drama choice. The nominees for lead actress in a drama series here. We were talking about this a lot. Unhinged category. <laughs> it's unhinged and also like really kind of like, I got, I think I got three, uh, what is it? Six. I think I got uh, three or uh, four of six, maybe here, or maybe three of six. Uh, I got, I got four of six. Let me see. Cause I had I Sandra O. <laughs> I got three of six. So not great. Uh, but the nominees here, uh, Laura Linney, uh, I'm sorry, Jodie Comer for killing Eve and Sandra O for killing Eve both got in. As, as they do, except for the first season when only Sandra got in. So we had talked about this every single time. <laughs> I, I expected the, the backlash and the dislike of the final season. But we've talked about how the actors are innocent. It's true. No, it's not their actors, fault. Actors are innocent. And Jody only Comer actors are voting for the acting category. And Sandra O oh, both get in. Uh, Laura Linney for Ozark, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets. All the press and uh, coverage paid off, which I expected, as I think you did as well. Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show and Zendaya for Euphoria. Reese no getting in there over, over Aniston. Wow. But to be fair, uh, Reese, I, I don't, 
I wouldn't, I don't know if she's, uh, you know, your mileage may vary as to who you prefer in season two, but I would say Reese was better than she was in season one. I think that's true. And the reason, and the funny thing is I didn't have either of them in because I thought the second season was poorly received compared to the first. I mean, yeah, season one is better than season two, but I think they just really did not have a handle on the Bradley character in season one because she was written to be younger and Reese is obviously in her forties. Right. And it was just weird. But season two, the, the writing was slightly better. They brought in obviously Juliana Margulies as her love interest. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, they got like a, a better handle on that character in season two. Um, and yeah, so now she, this remember like, cause last time she had three shows in contention yes. and offer, like she had co-stars get in, but she wasn't nominated herself. Right. So she now she's one up on Jen this time. Uh, my picks who I did not, the people who I picked who did not get in were Kelly Riley for Yellowstone. Unsurprising now since the show kind of flopped. Like, so I'm not surprised she didn't get in. Mandy yeah. Morford, This Is Us. We, I went with Sterling and Mandy. Neither one of them got in. Uh, I mean, Sterling is more surprising than Mandy. Mandy right. was, uh, we're just kind of over their old network stalwarts between yes. This Is Us and Blackish because yeah, they dropped Sterling. Yes. So And then uh, Britt Lauer. For, for Severance. I thought they would go big on Severance and they did, but not for her. I Like I said, she always felt like a season two nomination to me. Right. Um, so drama actor choice. This one, I think most people got a lot of. I think I got, let's see. If, if you missed, you probably had Sterling. Like I had four of I had four of six because I also had Kevin Costner for Yellowstone who did not get in. You, you didn't six. put in Bob. I did not put in Bob. I kept Bob out and Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. The nominees were uh jason bateman for ozark a double nominee this year also for directing ozark brian cox for succession uh lee jung jay for squid game bob odenkirk for better call saul adam scott for severance and jeremy strong for succession great list yeah um i i believed in bob and you did and you hung in and it got a series nom it got bob nom series yeah ray got in because like i said last week i've always predicted her and she never got in so it was my curse. So this year went the other way, did not predict her, and she finally got in. <laughs> I will say for, for the actors, I'm heartened that Adam Scott got in because we had talked about it a lot. I was unsure if they were going to like respect his drama turn because I think people think of Adam Scott more as a comedy actor, even though he obviously has great roots in drama and started doing drama, but he's so good on, on Severance. I'm glad he got in. And it's a subtle performance. It's not like super showy. So that's why I was like, I don't know if he'll actually make it. Yeah, and we've also talked about like how this is the perfect time for him to get in because he has been on so many shows right. that has gotten Emmy attention for other aspects of the shows, but not for him. Right. Now, I don't know. I still am going to keep Brian Cox winning here because he rules. And the, 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 I'll say this about the, as my, as I'll talk about this to death for like four months, uh, the clip they showed uh, when they were announcing the drama nominees is Brian Cox saying, you come to me with love. Just, I mean, that is the greatest scene. He's so good. I mean, it should have been when he was mocking show. <laughs> the whole scene is incredible. He should just win multi, he should win an Emmy this year and then just keep the Emmy for next year as well. Just for that one scene. That's incredible. Nobody's going to touch him for that scene. It's so good. Uh, he is the best. <laughs> just unbelievably good. Like he, you know, my wish as I've said, is for him and Jeremy to win at least once before the yes. show is over. So Jeremy's already won. <laughs> uh, for supporting actors in a drama series shows, I got uh, I got kind of wiped out here, I think. Let's see. Uh, not that, yeah. Well, I think I had, well, I had Sadie Sink still. So that was a, 
that was wrong. But the nominees were Patricia Arquette for Severance, who I actually put back in, Julia Garner for Ozark, a double nominee uh, also for Inventing Anna, which I really enjoyed. Again, Inventing Anna, an early release on Netflix. Right. Uh, Young Ho Yun for Squid Game, Christina Ricci for Yellow Jackets, Ray Seorn for Better Call Saul, Jay Smith Cameron for Succession, Sarah Snook for Succession, and Sydney Sweeney for Euphoria. So I got seven of these eight. The only one who I missed was uh, Ray, I believe, because I had Sadie Sink in instead. I had Millie in, and I didn't, I don't, oh, I had double Squid Game in here, that's why. So I love that Sydney Sweeney got in. I've been stumping for her for months. I think she's so great on Euphoria, and she was actually arguably even better on White Lotus, which is why I'm glad she got in. And my, I think she, I mean, I think Alexandra Daddario was the best actress on the, the White Lotus, but I think Sydney Sweeney is better on the White Lotus than she is on Euphoria. I think she's better on, I think, I don't know if I agree with that, but I will say More this. More memeable on Euphoria. I will say this. I watched White Lotus before I even watched uh, Euphoria because I never watched the first season of Euphoria live. I caught up everything and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a stan, as they say, Joyce, of Euphoria. I'm a big fan. You just love shows aimed at like teenage girls. I love shows aimed at- Like you love girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah, like, I love Gossip Girl. I love Never Have I Ever. I don't but even I also watch love, uh, I stopped watching Gossip Girl in like 2009. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. And the reboot rules. Uh, I, I loved, uh, no, I love also the Paul Thomas Anderson stuff that Sam Levinson, I love like 90s Paul Thomas Anderson and Magnolia, I mean, and Euphoria is like Magnolia TV. But I will say this, I watched White Lotus first and I was like, wow, this actress is amazing. Sydney Sweeney, I hear so much about her on Euphoria, but she's really great. And I was like texting one of my friends and she was like, oh yeah, she's great on Euphoria. I was like, I guess I'll watch Euphoria. And then there she is. So I interviewed her, Joyce. Uh, and I don't know if you knew that. I know you did. And that's why you put her in. Nice. So uh, I love this list of the nominees. Uh, incredible stuff here. I, I mean, imagine- Emmy Julie nominee Garner. Ray Seahorn, we can finally say it. Yes. Emmy nominee Ray Seahorn, uh, Christina Ricci for Yellow Jackets, the two Yellow Jackets actors getting in were the expected ones. I kind of am glad Jay Smith Cameron got in. I feel like she was maybe, I don't know. We're, I think I was, people um, were starting to doubt her or yes. not predict her. Yes. Because Jerry didn't have a lot to do this season, really. Right. Um, I, but I, I, again, as we've talked about, that doesn't really matter. Like, everyone loves Jerry. Who doesn't love Jerry? And Jerry and Roman. Everyone loves Jerry, Jerry, and Roman. And I think a lot of this nomination is also part of her season two arc, Exactly. Right? Yeah, agree, like she I didn't think. get in when the show blew up in season right. two two years ago and um, it just it just felt like she was always like I never doubted her I was like she's gonna get in along with Sarah <laughs> I didn't either but I was like I feel like in the in the ether there was like vibes that she was yeah really I think that was the thing like I've I've, I've seen tweets yeah from people uh, her because yeah. they felt like she Jerry didn't have a lot to do in season three. right so uh for supporting actor in drama series if you watched three shows uh, you pretty much had the whole category. You could have just predicted from three shows and then this one is also extra. what I talked about last week. <laughs> you're right. I think you're dead on in this. Nicholas Braun for Succession, Billy Crudup for The Morning Show, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Parquet Sue for Squid Game, Matthew McFadden for Succession, John Turturro for Severance, Christopher Walken for Severance, and Oh Young Sue for Squid Game. So you had Parquet Sue. I feel like you were an early adopter. Well, yeah. That. So, but I can't fully claim credit for Parquet Sue because. I replaced him with John Turturro. So it was just a complete wash for me because I kept Alan Ruck, the so, eldest son. I yes. kept him, so he didn't get in. So I did think about dropping him and just having both John Turturro and Parquet Sue. So, so but I had, I had, as I explained yeah. last week, 
like I felt like it could just be succession and squid game dominance here and you were like right, right. how we've had in the past several years with just like one or two shows taking over the supporting categories like handmaids game of thrones the crown you know mm-hmm. so and that's really what happened here so I had Ruck and, and Giancarlo Esposito were my extra two so I missed uh Parquet Sue. Yeah, I had this. Is they, I can't believe they didn't nominate Giancarlo. And I, I'm shocked they nominated Walken, honestly, but I do think that just shows how strong Severance is. And I think you could argue it's maybe the number two show behind Succession instead of Squid Game. I don't know. Because it just seems um, like an I mean, like, it's, we, we talked about Walken and how like John Turturro carries that half of the relationship, but it's right. also like they're a pair. So it's like if you're going to nominate John Turturro and it's an unlimited ballot. Might as well check off Christopher Walken. Right. Like this is why they should go back to restricted ballots, or you know, or like if they're gonna keep doing the proportional rule, then the nomination ballot should just have the number of slots for each category. Right. So like this category, you should only be able to nominate eight people here. And mm-hmm. I feel like if they were restricted in that regard, then it would just be passion picks. Yes. And I don't think Christopher Walken would get in because I think almost everyone agrees that John Turturro was better than Christopher Walken right it's not even that he was better he just had more like Christopher Walken is not in it yeah yeah like he he if he were in fewer episodes he would qual. he would be a great guest nominee which we talked and and yeah and like we would see a lot more interesting and varied nominations like remember um in 2016 before they switched to the unlimited ballot in 2017 we got you know Mara Tierney for the affair a show they hated but she was great that se- on that season mm-hmm. of The Affair and she won the Globe and they did Constance Zimmer for Unreal. <laughs> right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like we need those kind of nominations back. Yeah. Uh, guest actress in a drama series. We'll just go through drama and then we'll do a comedy unlimited. Uh, Hope Davis for Succession. Marsha Gay Harden for Morning Show. Martha Kelly for Euphoria, which I absolutely love. I thought of putting her in, honestly. She's so great on Euphoria. It's so sinister and like taking her deadpan comedy to like it's very... Uh, very scary ends. It just is such a great performance and she gets to do most of her scenes opposite Zendaya, obviously, who is a nominee and a former winner. So no kidding. So now I leave them for, for Succession. Harriet Walter for Succession, also a nominee as we expected for Ted Lasso for Harriet and Lee Yumi for Squid Game. Uh, I had Jackie Weaver in here. No, didn't work. Yeah, like they just didn't care about Yellowstone. Not for Yellowstone. And then we, while we're doing this, we could do guest actor in a drama series because I think you and I both have to eat crow for our our ad our, our, our reply our reply folks on the in, on the social media app Twitter, Joyce. Uh, but uh, the nominees were. But you know, Adrian... we, we still got four succession nominations here. <laughs> four it's succession not, nominees. It's not the four guys. Not the did. ones, and, and one of the ones that people were mad that we didn't pick. But Adrian Brody. No, they were succession. mad we didn't mention him, but we right. did mention him. So Adrian Brody for succession, James Cromwell for succession, Coleman Domingo for Euphoria. Guess who interviewed him? Yeah, and then you dropped him. I did. But Coleman, I still love you. You're great on you for it. Uh, I am Moyen for Succession, who we did not mention in our column. People were mad that he was the but only Succession guest actor. in our pod yes. the week before. Yes, but we no one, it. we never mentioned him in typing and, and people were mad that we ignored him <laughs> instead of mentioning, and we mentioned Justin Kirk, our beloved, was I am Moyen in for Succession. Tom Pelfrey for Ozark and Alexander Skarsgård for Succession. Tom Pelfrey, uh, Daniel Michael McKean. So Yes. Uh, I, I guess the big misses here were, I mean, I did not do well here. I think I had three of the six. The big misses were Ron Cephas Jones for This Is Us. They're just and, completely over This Is Us. And the Martin Short for The Morning Show felt like a real easy nominee. Well, he was nominated last time. Right. And then we had, I had hoped Dick to Justin Kirk for Succession. Did not. Yeah, Justin Kirk is really, like, love Arian. Congratulations to him. Great. And also, I think he's helped by inventing Anna since that did really well. Correct. Um, 
And yeah, everyone loves Stewie. It's just like everyone loves Jerry. Everyone loves Stewie. Right. You know, give Ari Moyad an Emmy for season two when Stewie sniffs the lavender. He's great. I, I'm not gonna not gonna sit here and say. Um, but yeah, Justin, it sucks that he didn't get in. Cause... He'll just get in for the next season, Joyce, when they have him. They're like, always a year behind. <laughs> yeah, so be fine. Uh, comedy series, Joyce. So I'll read off the nominees and the nominations totals here. But the nominees were Abbott Elementary, Freshman Series, seven nominations. Love that. Love to see it, as they say. I was a big fan of the show. Your Beloved Barry, 14 nominations. Curb Your Enthusiasm, which we went to late. I picked it. Got in. Only four nominations. We picked it. <laughs> Great job. Hacks, uh, 17 nominations. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, 12 nominations. Only Murders in the Building, 17 nominations. Ted Lasso leading all comedies with 20 nominations. And then a second for another year in a row here, What We Do in the Shadows for a, a Best Comedy Series nominee. Well, another year when it's eligible. Yes, yes, yes. Last yes, eligible in right, right. Um, Yeah, so I, I got seven out of eight here. So Me I too. did, um, because I didn't think Atlanta would get both series and Donald Glover. And I picked the wrong combo. That's good. I had it in series and not actor, but what happened was it got into actor and not series. I kept it out of both because I just didn't think it was going to work this year. And uh, I put ghosts in. So what happened remember, to ghosts? Remember ghosts? What happened to Rose MacGyver? What happened? Where, where's Rose MacGyver? Uh, I, I, like we said, this was a pretty easy one. And like, I guess easy in re- with regards to there felt like there were like six slash seven definitely well, yeah, it's just likely like, nominees. Uh, and then like two other slots. Right. Like I did have have uh, what we do in the shadows for a bit and then i replaced it with curb so i, I feel like curb was underpredicted by a lot of people so i did too and i felt like what we do in the shadows is maybe just a 2020 kind of like anomaly and then like oh i didn't think that because i i think like i always felt like it could get back in just based on the writing support right like it's one writing um it's it's sort of like better call saul in that like the actors are not really here for it right you know or like they're slow on it but the other branches support it, obviously. Right. Um, so that's comedy series. Uh, for, hang on, let's keep going here. For lead actress in a comedy series. Uh, again, I did not grade your choice. <laughs> I think I got four of the six. Rachel Brosnahan for Mrs. Maisel. Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary. Also a nominee for writing uh, for Abbott Elementary. She wrote the pilot, which is a nominee. Kelly Cuoco for our beloved The Flight Attendant. Elle Fanning for The Great, Issa Rae for Insecure, and Gene Smart for Hack. So I got four of these six. They really went for, for The Great. Uh, I thought they would maybe go for Blackish. They did not. Good for The Great. Um, yeah. Because Elle has hit basically everything. Yes. Except for the Emmys. So she's no Alison Brie. So good for her. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, they're again over Blackish. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did, I did consider, cause I still had Sarah Lancashire in, and I considered dropping her for Issa Rae and I did it. So, and to what you were saying earlier, Issa Rae and Elle Fanning beneficial because their shows were not in this yeah, last run. Insecure aired in August, right? Yep. And then the great season two dropped in November. Yes. And it dropped the great season two dropped, I think on like November 19th, which was a, a mass content day in its own right. Cause it was like, so, you know, what else is interesting about the blackish and this is us shut out both of them obviously they're over their final seasons they were held until mid-season yes. and they they premiered on the same day on january 4th right so uh for lead actor in a comedy series 
uh, Donald Glover for Atlanta, Bill Hader for Barry, Nicholas Holt for The Great, Steve Martin and Martin Short for Only Murders, and Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. Bill Hader was nominated for Guest Actor for Curb and Writing for Barry and Directing for Barry. We're going to get him the directing win for 710 yes. North. We're, we're going to do happen. This, guys. And Steve Martin is a double nominee for Writing and also starring in Only Murders. Uh, like we said, you had Donald Glover here. I did not. I had, and I did not have Nicholas. No, I, I, so dropped, I dropped Oh, on. you dropped Donald Glover. Yeah. I, so I had I four of the six. I had Larry David and I had uh, Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. I had Anthony and my guy, Don Cheadle. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they but, yeah Donald getting in again, we've, we've talked about how this category, they just really just go back to names they're familiar yeah. with. Um, and it, this also proves that like, since they didn't drop Atlanta completely, it proves that people did watch it because I think you know people were waiting for it to come back so they did check it out and it just was maybe too different yeah I think that I think that's fair um nothing else here I feel like we're down you know it's it's a I'd argue it might be his third win so he could go three for three here and I'm gonna get him the directing win finally right but I think it's not gonna be as easy I don't know I'm like I think Steve Martin with only murders airing right now and having the season that it seems like they're setting him up to have. He definitely has like more emotional stuff this season so far. How much have you watched? Just what's is aired. I think there's a new episode on today, right? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, I mean, the, the material for him and Martin, I think is comparable. And then like Selena has, uh, she has a, a whole POV app later on in the season. So so it's like she does the, you know, the voiceover narration for right. I will, I will say, uh, we, we should go back and say Selena Gomez was snubbed for lead actress in comedy series. I don't want to get like murdered by our commenters here for not mentioning her previously, but neither one but of I us had we a... didn't mention her because we expected the snub. Right. It just felt like it was not going to materialize. I almost wonder if they would have frauded her into supporting what she have gotten in. It's possible. Probably. Possible. Um, but yeah, maybe for season two, she obviously has seemingly more to do in season two here. So perhaps uh that will help uh for supporting actress in a comedy series choice sarah goberg robbed the nominees are alex borstein for mrs mazel hannah einbinder for hacks janelle james for abbott elementary so happy to see that nomination kate mckinnon for snl sarah niles for ted lasso which i thought was a shock because i didn't expect her to get nominated even though i think you rightly mentioned before we start recording that most of her scenes were with Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. And so that really helps probably her to get a nomination. She is the Hannah Einbinder to Jason Sudeikis's uh, Gene Smart, I guess. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary. I can't believe you're stealing my analogy. <laughs> Juno Temple for Ted Lasso and Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. So uh, so two Abbots. The big surprise, I guess, was Sarah Niles and then no Sarah Goldberg, who I thought could have won at one point I, I i had her in first for nominations yeah like she should be winning but this kind of feels like what happened to andrew scott with fleabag yeah when he missed i feel like it's just kind of again the unlimited ballot and it's like the makeup of right. i don't think she i feel like because you know, she's a former nominee so it's not like she's never gotten in before but i feel like between the unlimited ballot she just may have missed out since they obviously went hard for the Ted people here. Um, and Abbott did well. And also our girl next altar did not get in. That was the other one. We went on a limb uh, for that. I feel like 
And I think people were not as into her performances, maybe. I, I was way yeah, by again, the fact. I, I think it's just kind of they like hacks did well in the guest categories. Did it great. Did on supporting. <laughs> we knew, I think we knew that it was going to perform well in, in in overall, especially with actors. But I think we just thought it was going to get like, I was, I was swayed by A, she's hilarious. I think that's the most, that's the most important thing. And then B, like that Carl Clemens Hopkins got in last year when nobody expected it. We, I think, at least for me, I was just like, it's got to happen again with the show. And she obviously, and Paul Downs had like the bigger stuff this season than Carl. And so I thought they would get in. Uh, yeah, I think she's another one who, I, I think she was below Sarah in the misses, but yeah, like I, I think you know if if it was a restricted ballot, it was limited to eight slots. I think she could have gotten in because I think there is passion for a performance. Right. This is a really. I think this could be a really really competitive category if you think about like what they could like all these. I think all of these performers have like signature episodes that they could like really lean on. Yeah. And even uh, Alex Borstein for Mrs. May, obviously like a past winner, but I'm like- Alex and Hannah Waddingham have funeral episodes. And they're both awesome on them. <laughs> Hannah Einminder, I think would probably, I don't even know, I would say maybe the finale for her. I don't know what she'll pick, but she was awesome. I thought this season, the finale, especially because of her last scene with Jean, I think is so good. Um, Janelle James is uh, just a hay, throwing haymakers every episode. Maybe desk. I don't know which one she submit. Uh, and Sarah Niles and Cheryl. It's just a great list. I really love this list of actresses. It's so good. Um, we'll talk uh, again. Sure, Sarah Goldberg. Sarah Goldberg, R.I.P. But we'll talk more about this. Uh, I'm sure in the next three months. Supporting actor in a comedy series was Anthony Carrigan for Barry. Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso. Uh, Tohi Jimo for Te- uh, Ted Lasso. I, did I say that even close to right choice? First of all, Jimo. Yes. I did. He is great. I love him on Ted Lasso. Which is why last week I was asking if I was going to add another Ted guy. And you were right. It should be two more. Well, I had Nick Muhammad. We, I kept him in the whole time and he got in for Ted Lasso. Tony Shalhoub for Mrs. Maisel. I love this one coming up here. Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Gosh, he's so charming and endearing. He's so good. And it's great because, you know, like he's basically like the John Krasinski yes. of that show yes. with like the deadpan stare. Like mm-hmm. amazing eye acting. And Amazing, I think. Krasinski never got in. No. All this. And it, it does feel like that he is definitely that character. And it's really good. He's also like Adam Scott on on Parks. And I but, think it's great. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Henry Winkler for Barry and Bo and Yang for SNL. So only two SNL players get in. It's Kate McKinnon and, and Bo The, the and ones Yang. I predicted. <laughs> Same. And which is, I think, goes with what we said a lot this season is that the buzz on SNL was gone comparatively. And Kate gets in because it's her final season. And Bowen, I think- And is also because like, she's Kate and she's never missed. Right. She's gotten in. And Bowen, I think, is like also at that stage where it's like, we're going to nominate Bowen because he is like the breakout actor at the moment on SNL, I think, to me at least. And also, so yeah, like the reason I went for Bowen over Keenan is like, they've dropped Keenan before. Right. So. And then uh, I kept, I, I went down with the ship choice. I had Ben Schwartz in there. Uh, Jasper, justice for Jasper. And uh, that's all I guess we'll say. I kept him. I kept my guy Stephen Root for Barry, but right. was not shocked as I've discussed no. about him not getting in since he didn't have as much to do this season. And then for guest actors, uh, guest actresses, as you mentioned this, uh, uh, just a full hacks boat. We have Jane Adams for Hacks, which you have been on for a while, and we're right on uh, Harriet Sansom Harris for Hacks, which we were very excited by. I think uh, Jane Lynch she, she for did only what murders. Justin Kerr could not do. Yes. Uh, Jane Lynch for Only Murders in the Building, Laurie Metcalf for Hacks, Caitlin Olsen for Hacks, and Harriet Walter for Ted Lasso. 
Uh, I was surprised by Caitlin Olsen personally. I just didn't think they were going to go with her because I don't think she was in a lot. But again, well, it's guest. I know. But even in guest, uh, comparatively, I don't think, I thought Laurie Metcalf, all three of the other actresses had more to do, I thought, than Caitlin. I mean, I would have nominated Ming-Na Wen over Caitlin, but I'm glad Caitlin got in because she she had a lot of good material in the first season and obviously was not nominated for season one. Um, Yeah, so this. Uh, no SNL. I'm very happy for a second year in a row to not predict. Um, I predicted last uh, year. Last year, Anya Taylor Joy was overpredicted. I, yeah. I did not predict her. This year, Ariana DeBose was overpredicted. I had. I, had I did not DeBose. predict her. And this uh, once again proves the Kevin Jacobson rule is correct. What is the Kevin Jacobson rule? Um, it's that he and I discussed this last year when we, before nominations and how we, were, we felt like we were the only people not predicting Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, who uh, was a writer for us, he, and we talked about like how um, in like for, for, for SNL in the guest categories, like it feels like people like to predict just like very um, successful actresses, like hot actresses in the moment but that the voters don't actually go for like, like serious dramatic actresses. Like they go for people with a comedic background, like an established comedic background or like familiar names. And like, like they've nominated Sandra oh before and you could say like Sandra oh does drama, but like she's done comedy too. And then she hosted mm-hmm. the Globes to great reviews, you know, um, with Andy Samberg. So yeah, so it, we, we like hallmarked how like a couple of years ago people we're predicting Saoirse Ronan to get in for SNL and she did not. It's easier for a guy if you're like a dramatic actor to get right. the SNL guest hosting nomination, but not for women. So, and again, like we've talked about, it felt like SNL, like no one cared about it this season. Right. So. And that kind of plays into the guest actor in a comedy series. I will say, Joyce, since this is probably the last time we'll get to mention this, a humongous snub for Sharon Stone in The Flight Attendant. Uh, should have won this category, frankly. And uh, um, I took not her. Even nominated. I, I took her out yesterday because I felt wow. like flight Joyce. was just was just not gonna take off. Wow, the season, and I replaced her with Wanda Sykes for uh, a Black Lady Sketch Show because sure. Black Lady Sketch Show has done well here the past few years. But mm-hmm. Hacks took over this season. Uh, Sharon Stone, just wonderful. Sharon Stone, great actress, as uh, you might know. I'm a fan of her choice, as we talked about on our Oscars shows. Just the best. She rules, and I wish she would have gotten nominated. For guest actor in a comedy series, only one SNL person. I think a lot of people just stack their deck with SNL, right? I had three. <laughs> uh, Jared Carmichael got in for SNL. He was actually predicted least, I would say, of the group, because the other nominees that people expected, including myself, were Jason Sudeikis, Kieran Culkin, and John Mulaney, who were all ahead of Jared Carmichael. And uh, jokes on us because Jared Carmichael is the only one to this get in. This is a good lineup. So. The other nominees are Bill Hader for Curb, which we said uh, one of four nominations he has this year, including lead actor for comedy for Barry, writing and, for Barry. And he'll and be nominated for series once the producers are vetted. That's right. So that's five nominees for Bill Hader. Wow. Uh, James Lance for Ted Lasso, Trent Krim, the independent. Remember how we talked about like how he would not get in? <laughs> so wrong. If you watch these and were like, what an idiot they were, or Chris, certainly, you could you could say they were an idiot. Uh, Nathan Lane for Only Murders in the Building. Christopher McDonald for Hacks. Boy, not I love like Shida I, McGavin. Just love the it. wrong nomination for Hacks. Uh, and then Sam Richardson for Ted Lasso. And you know what? I'm not surprised because obviously, I thought he was great on Ted Lasso. It's definitely against type because he's playing like a real dick, super villain kind of performance, which I don't think he usually Yeah, does. I don't like think 
even though I don't think many people predicted all these TED acting nominations, none of them are actually surprising. None of them are surprising, but nobody, I don't think anybody was predicting Sarah Niles. I just don't believe that. So like. But I like, I, I still don't think she, she was under predicted, but right. I don't think it's surprising she got in. Like, no, when you think, when you step back and look at it, it's like, of course she would have gotten in. And for Sam, if, if, T, if uh, sorry, if Timo is getting in, then she's going to get in. Uh, he's going to get in, excuse me, Sam. So, uh, all right. Limited series choice. We love this category the whole year. Complete chaos. I'll read off the nominees and the nomination totals. The nominees were Dope Sick, 14 nominations. The Dropout, only six nominations. Way underperformed, I would say, for The Dropout, compared to what I think people expected maybe earlier in the year. Inventing Anna, Best Series nominee, three nominations. Pam and Tommy, 10 nominations, did great. And The White Lotus with 20 nominations, no kidding. Uh, those are the nominees. So uh, we had kept six, and I still messed this up. Our predictions, um, I was allowed this, to pick six. Like, this is the chaos I wanted. Like, this is how it should be. And remember last week, we discussed if one of the 2021 three of Dope Sick, White Lotus, or Made were to get snubbed, which would it be? And we both agreed that it would be made. And it did get snubbed, and I still had it in, like a schmuck. And then the scare, I had the staircase in, and I had Under the Banner of Heaven in. Like I said, we were able to pick six here, and I still only got two right. Uh, so, or three, right. Excuse um, me. Not great. Not great, Bob. But yeah. So I think <laughs> this also makes a lot of sense. So, yes. um, even though like we, we've talked about like how the, the buzz for the dropout and like it, or, or like the, um, the passion for the dropout didn't feel commensurate to the, the online buzz yes. about it. Right. But I think, again, it premiered slightly earlier than, um that the spring shows it premiered in march so i think it still got that jump on the glut that came out in april and may right like the staircase and under a banner of heaven yes um so i think that helped it and obviously amanda seyfried like it's like their campaign is basically just about her and it was undeniable that she would get in and it felt like that helped like everyone heard of the dropout or watched it because of her and even if you were like the beginning was lukewarm it does end strong and i'm not surprised it got in yeah like 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 we've said like the setup the first three episodes very slow but once episode four hits like it's off and like i wouldn't say it's like my favorite show of the year but you know i enjoyed it by the end me too that's fine totally fine um and like uh and then Anna, obviously early huge hit netflix Netflix. pam and tommy talked about february release and also i think it's I think I mentioned this last week or maybe the week before. I think it's helped by it's, it was just like such a famous scandal in the 90s. Yeah. Right. And I think that's something, if you're faced with all these different shows, like a, a lot of true crime shows, a lot of scammer shows, like you might gravitate towards this when it's like, oh, I remember when this happened back the, in the 90s. Uh, the other thing I would say is that like, so made, uh staircase and under banner under the banner of heaven were the three shows that i had in here that did not make it in uh staircase i think you're right it came out too late let's say right if it's a long it's a big commitment to get it in for series maybe that was a burden even though it got two acting nominations for colin firth and tony collette but i would say like the other thing i'm looking at when you look at this is these are all incredibly watchable shows there's not a lot of like inventing Anna and pam and tommy deal with things that are like serious and like some weighty topics but they're presented in a way that is like very bang bang entertaining wolf of wall street kind yeah, of like pam out. and tommy it's like sort of 
like I, Tanya, not just because yes. like, like Gillespie directed what, like the first yes. two episodes or yeah. whatever. And with Sebastian Stan. Um, and I, and I think when you're looking at this, it's like, if under the banner of heaven being a prime champion, a prime snub here, I'd say, and even made, they're just a little more serious and a little, if you're going to be faced yeah. with having to sit down and watch something or even like station 11, which I thought overperformed a little bit too. Uh, who, when you're sitting down in like late May and faced with having to catch up on some of these shows, are you really going to be like, you know what I want to watch tonight under the banner of heaven? I just don't believe it. <laughs> like, so I was just like, I think it's an easier sell to be like, how about this poppy uh, Shonda Rhyme show? That sounds fun with yeah. uh, an accent. Um, and, and like, obviously made was released last year. So it was one of, you know, the earlier releases, but, and, and it's, it's a good show and like Margaret is great in it. Um, but I did find it to be too long. Like I didn't think it, it needed right. to be 10 episodes and a lot of the episodes were long. And one of my friends stopped watching it. Like she stopped watching. I think it was after the fifth episode with like that, like haunted house, like the guy in, right. in the attic or whatever. And she's like, I, I can't do this. Like the episode's too long. Like why are there five left? And she knows that Stephanie Land had a happy ending, you know, correct based on her memoir. So she's like, I'm, I'm quitting. Right. And, you know, made Miss PGA. It kind of underperformed the way that Unbelievable did. Yeah, I thought of that for sure. Yeah. And I think Under the Manor of Heaven to me felt like a little like, it's like, these are bad comps, but I felt like Underground Railroad a little bit too to me, where it's just like a very serious show that's very long and you're asking people to watch it. Under the Manor of Heaven is so long. <laughs> and I think that's a tough, it's tough. I think, I just think that it's tough to get people's attention and like to commit to 10 hours, maybe it's tough. Lead actress in a limited series, Joyce. Tony Collette for The Staircase. Julia Garner for Inventing Anna which I love so much. And I, did I have her in? Cause I know I had her in and then I switched her out and then I had her in and I switched her out. So sucks to be me. Cause I did not end up with her in. I mean, I dropped her too. Cause I wanted to hope that Julia Roberts, which. Yeah. So a funny thing is we talked about this. There was a lot of A-list actresses, including Oscar winning actresses to be up for this. And they all were just left in favor of what I would call like lower either TV actors or like, you know, not as big of A-list names. So the nummies were Tony Collette, for Staircase, Julie Garner for Inventing Anna, Lily James for Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson for Impeachment, which I think was Zach. the big upset. That is a shock. Also, uh, bad week for Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, tough beat because she doesn't get in here and she loses a uh, funny girl to Leah Michelle. Yeah. And uh, Margot Qualley for Maid and Amanda Seyfried for The Dropout. As you said, those are the only two you felt really confident in. They both got in. Uh, no, I went down with the ship on Anne Hathaway. We Crash was totally blanked, despite the amount of grassroots and... Uh, under uh, astroturfing that apple tv plus did to get it out there it did not make it in uh no uh no julie roberts like you said which is a tough beat no jessica chastain for scenes for marriage i got called out in the comments of our last one of these for just a, you want to take some time to gloat right now No, i don't need to gloat i'm just saying like i didn't think the show was going to make it because i just thought like that was one of the we've been saying like the obviously like it helped to come out earlier in the year but i think scenes for marriage you know, suffered it, it did not hit it, it also suffered from the maid syndrome. Like we were just saying, it's like a long, slow, not, it's not entertaining. It's, it's only five episodes. But it's like the episodes are long. I think all the episodes are like an hour long. It and also long. it's like pretty, like not, it's just sad. It's not like something, it's not like a, a frothy entertainment, which I think sometimes with these shows you want to, that's what they want. Uh, and no, Anne for, uh, I'm a little disappointed that Anne didn't get in. I'm just going to say it. We crashed, she ruled on it and uh, she deserved the nomination. Yeah, she, I, I dropped her a while ago because I was like, I can't hope to both her and Julia Roberts. Right. <laughs> like I, I had, I knew I like, 
I think we've talked about how Julia Garner was, could be kind of like the Octavia Spencer, a bad comp because no one watched Self-Made. But, um, you know, it's just kind of like not, like she's not winning this. No, she, she could win, win for Ozark again. Yeah, she'll win for Ozark. And I think this is like a coattail nomination for that. Yeah, and it's like, they know her. They like her, obviously. She's also, like we said, awesome on it, going really yeah. big. It's, it's such it's a great a performance. performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, heavily watched over the winter. And it's, yeah, like a fun show. Sarah Paulson, yeah. they just went back to her. Right. Um, Amazing. So. What I love it. I love it for Sarah Paulson. I'm so proud for her. It's just great. <laughs> and then for lead actor Joyce in a limited series or anthology series or movie, Colin Firth for The Staircase, Andrew Garfield for Under the Manor of Heaven, Oscar Isaac for Scenes for a Marriage, so he did get in, Michael Keaton for Dope Sick, Himesh Patel for Station Eleven and Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. Love the Himesh Patel nomination. He's so good on Station Eleven and it's such a good show. And I was so glad to see you get in here um, for him. This also confirms like what I was feeling last week when um, I was like, I don't know who to put in the fifth or the sixth spot because I feel like a lot of people had the top five. Not me. I only got four of these six. Well, because you dropped Oscar. Yeah, because I dropped Oscar for for. But uh, like Karen. most people had Colin, Andrew, yes. Oscar, and Seb. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Sam finally an Emmy nominee. He should have been one for Kings and Political Animals. Wow. And okay. I'll take a, I'll take a style choice. You know who else? Gossip Girl. He was great. Carter Bazin. Never forget. I would not nominate him for Gossip Girl, but mm-hmm. he deserved noms for. I don't know. I think I would have maybe. Uh, Samuel Jackson. I had in there for for Pultney Pultney. Yeah. So I feel like that sixth spot was yeah. kind of open. And then like the passion for image. And I went with Jared Leto. I kept him in, my boy, JL, but no. And then uh, Joyce, limited uh, limited series movie. Uh, a couple, well, I'll give you one that actually here was, um, I went off him for, I was on him for a while just before we move on from actor. Uh, ben Foster for The Survivor. I think it just proves that it's tough for a movie, a TV movie to get an acting nomination in this category, even though it's eligible in this category. It doesn't seem likely when you're faced with these other shows. I mean, we talked about this last week too. And I I just also don't think the Survivor, it was on HBO. It it ever got like half the buzz that Bad Education got when it was on HBO, you know? Uh, For supporting actress in a limited series or anthology series or movie. The White Lotus category. The White Lotus with a, a smidgen of dope sick. Uh, Connie Britton for The White Lotus. Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus. Alexandra Daddario for The White Lotus. Caitlin Deaver for Dope Sick. Natasha Rothwell for White Lotus. Sydney Sweeney for White Lotus. And Mayor Winningham for Dope Sick. That's it. No other shows existed. Uh, I got a lot of these because I went with Sydney. I had Andy McDowell for Maine. And I had Juliet Binoche for The Staircase, both of which missed. Remember how I doubted Juliet? You were right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you should have just put in Natasha, like I said last week. I know you were right. I just didn't think they would go for five White Lotus actors. But unlimited like, ballot. I know. They watched it. Um, I, know, I should have. I'm only upset at myself because I had Mayor Winningham and then I you dropped did. her and I put uh, Rosario back in. <laughs> uh, close. The same show. Dope sick, right? But I know. Um, and then again, no maid. No. Again. So again, just kind of ignored maid. And then for supporting actor in a limited series or anthology series, uh, a lot of a lot of the same shows, as it turns out. Murray Bartlett for The White Lotus. Jake Lacey for The White Lotus, which I absolutely love. We talked about this. I put him and Steve Zahn in, and they both got in. Uh, Will Poulter for Dope Sick. We did not mention him really at all, I don't think. 
this year. We, we mentioned him as like one of the actors. He exists. We mentioned that he exists, but we did not talk about him seriously as a nominee. So congratulations, Will Poulter. Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy, who I had in forever and then dropped him out here at the end like a dummy. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard for Dope Sick, Michael Stubar for Dope Sick, and Steve Zahn for The White Lotus. Um, yeah, again, no maid. I think uh, Nick Robinson was very high in the odds, and I just never believed in that. We both had him out. The one I, I'll give you two people, obviously. Well, one personal. Well, personal, Matthew Good. Matthew Good not getting in. Just an absolute crime. If you're a Television Academy member who did not watch the offer or did not vote for Matthew Good, you're on my list. That's all I'll say. And then Naveen Andrews with the dropout, I thought was a shocking snub as well. Because I think people really thought he would yeah. get in and she should have. He's so good as... as uh, well, you know. I think Naveen also, what happened to Naveen is similar to kind of what happened to Sarah Goldberg. Like, I think he was pro- he just missed out because they clearly favored the earlier shows. So right. by release. So like White Lotus last summer, obviously, Dope Sick in the Fall, Pam and Tommy February. And the dropout was March. Right. So I, I guess I just was like, we've talked about a lot, like how it helps to be with a top uh, nominee, right? Like a, a leading contender and the fact that he- Yeah, and in. also this year, Limited was so weak. And then with the Unlimited Ballad, like they, they did exactly what we've talked about. They just checked off people from shows they watched. I will say this, read, looking at these nominees, we'll, we'll, we're not doing like predictions now, but I'm gonna, like, I would- seriously seriously think of lily james as a as a possible winner in that category for best actress based on the way pam and tommy performed and the way people around her performed in the show i think that she would maybe have an edge on amanda seyfried um yeah i mean it's also like transformational i mean you know margaret is hurt by maid bombing i don't Um, yeah i would not predict margaret now i think i actually might put lily james in first and then put Amanda behind her when I'm doing my initial picks. I think I think this speaks to a strong thing. Uh, Joyce, we should really wrap up. I feel like we could do more of this for hours. And maybe we'll do another one of these later this week. We I don't know. haven't even been able to look at all the nominations. We haven't been able to look at all the nominations. We so haven't maybe even touched like writing and directing. I'll tell you what, if you want to do this again tomorrow, I'm more than happy to, to come on. We could do Part it. Two. I will say <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I just wanted to shout out, uh, Variety Talk series jumped to five nominations because the, the they complained. complained. And thankfully they did because Seth Meyers finally got in. Late Night with Seth Meyers finally got in as an Emmy nominee. Deserved. Deserved, very much so. Uh, The nominees in that category while we're doing it were Daily Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I I did enjoy how those nominations were pre-recorded when they announced them today. Yeah, Yeah. it looks like they've actually now updated a lot of this this list, Joyce. So that's good uh, for us. So we can look here after we sign off and, uh, you know, come back. I think we come back. Maybe we'll come back tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right, just This was fun. We got to go. Got to process this video and get it up. All right. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.